1: So in the short-term rental business, your greatest asset is patience. Patience is going to be the greatest asset you have in this business because you have great years. You have bad years and everything in between. Just like real estate or your retirement portfolio, you're in it for the long haul if you want positive returns. So we're in a really different climate right now. And now more than ever, it's super important to be patient. Tim, what does patience mean to you? This Patience to
2: me in in the short-term rental business is very much like the stock market to me. you really got to take the long-term approach. Anyone who watches the the morning news, we see how volatile the stock market is. As we record this podcast, it's going through yet another day of downturn on the market. And if you're in it for the long-term, that's not going to concern you because all things will go down, all things will go up. But if you're in it for the long term, you'll you will endure this. And I think short-term rental is the same way, John. I think when we were going into COVID, everyone was concerned because people weren't traveling. And then people started to travel and owners were able to charge high rents. That was a very enjoyable time if you were an owner. But now hotels have reopened. The competitive landscape has changed. So we're not going to enjoy those sign same high rents and same high occupancy as we did. Why? Well, part of it is because of the competitive landscape, but also the supply has gone up. There's been so many more vacation homes put on the market. The supply has gone up and that's also going to drive rents down. So should all that concern you? I wouldn't be too concerned because if you're in it for the long game, this will all even out over time, John. That's the way I think about it.
1: Tim, everything you said echoes a research report I read um, from AirDNA, and it's saying like the past two years, 2020, 2021, those were anomalies. Those were like, just, just chuck them. They're anomalies, right? And think of 2020, there was travel restrictions, cancellations, lack of vaccination, lots of that, right? In 2021, fewer restrictions, right? Everyone wanted to travel and get out of the house. There's more vaccine access. People just wanted to go, go, go. So they were very different times. Now it's late 2022, and people are just unsure and uncertain of what's to come in the future because bookings have slowed down. Usually this time of the year is slow, but over the course of 2022 so far, bookings have slowed down for a lot of people. You may not be one of those hosts, but I've heard from the majority of hosts in my life that it is slower this year. So, what does this mean in the grander scheme of things? I would say 2019 is a way better comparison year than 2021, All uh, right, 2019 is going to be a good like baseline. That's my opinion um, from the research I've read. Um, but 2022, 2022 is a different year. So every year is going to be different. That's why you can't be impatient with this business because this, like any other business, has cycles, it has corrections. It, it's just the way this kind of industry is. Um, and supply, as Tim has said, it's far outpaced demand in 2022. In a lot of markets, there's just too many short-term rentals. Not true for every market, but that's the case in, in Orlando and Central Florida. Um, so it doesn't mean like give up. It doesn't mean to you know get worried. It just means that you need to buckle up, still do the right things, still work on your rental, add improvements. Um, treat your guests right because this business is really about patience. And if you want positive ROI, it's over a longer-term time horizon. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme. Tim has said this multiple times on the podcast. right? It's not a get-rich-quick scheme. This is a real business right? with real people. And you have to have patience to make this work for you. And you will be rewarded if you're patient. The most patient people, they make out the best in this business. Um, I just think that we have to you know, use these times that are not as great um, to journal and evaluate what's working and what's not working. Measure, right? Measure what works, what doesn't work so you can adjust, so you can perform better. Um, Tim, and on the topic of patience, like, how do, you, how do you think your personal vacation rental journey has, has changed since you started up until now with patience? You know, You're it's, a patient it's, person.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's really interesting because I, I think what happened, and again, for those that are listening, um, I'm just giving you my opinion. I'm not an economist, but I'm, I'm giving you the way I look at the world. I think what happened is there's a, a number of individuals looking to get into owning vacation homes, saw those high rents that owners were able to charge over the last two years, and they assumed that's what it was going to be like going forward and they bought their vacation home assuming that those high rents will continue and for the short term they're not going to so what will rents look like in the future i don't know but what i do know is that similar to the stock market patience will pay off and for those that are patient for those that really focus on running a great business great communication with the guests, taking care of the guests, making sure your home is spectacularly clean when they check in, taking care of all the issues the guest has. That great experience you create for the guest is going to cause them to come back to Airbnb, Verbo in the future. And then we'll start building clientele back in. But today we're dealing with a very competitive environment. Hotels have reopened. A lot of owners that expected these high rents to continue bought homes and put them in as additional supply. You just got to wait it out. And as long as you don't panic and do things that will hurt you or the industry, time always has a way of being a good cure. John, that's the way I look
1: at it. No that's a great way to look at it, and a lot of those, those insights are really actionable. And I, I just wanted to piggyback on that ad. Uh, since 2019 is a good baseline, if you were operating in 2019, because I know a lot of hosts are new and they just bought, but if you were operating in 2019, you can use that as a baseline for like projections uh, for your budget. But you just want to, you know, take into the account that we have inflation um, and bake that into your projections and your budget. Um, But if you weren't operating in 2019 and you just started operating, give it some time, let the data come in, let the bookings come in so you can see what the business is supposed to look like for you since you're just starting in a really different year. right? So if you just started, just be patient with the process you just started. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot of things to go through in your first year or two. But if you started back in 2019, or, or earlier you can use 2019 as a good like baseline for what your expenses are supposed to look like once you adjust for inflation what occupancy is supposed to look like that in my opinion is a good year to use um and it will change like as we go into the future um, we're going to have new normals we're constantly going through shifts in short-term rentals so we'll have new normals and we'll definitely do an update to this topic um, but you definitely want to go back review your budgets review your projections review your expectations, um, and really assess whether they're realistic um, for the go forward. Um, and I think by doing that, uh, you'll, you'll be in a better place mentally to prepare to weather whatever storm happens with the economy or the industry. Um, Tim, do you have anything to add on this topic? You know,
2: I think the two primary action items coming out of this, John, is is one— is try to be patient. If you're not a patient person, work on that because patience will pay off. But number two, I think John provided some great guidance and that is take a look at your financial model again. If you built your financial model, assuming higher rents, go back. It may not be pleasant, but force yourself to go back through and rebuild your financial model with, as John pointed out, more more like 2019 numbers but also build in uh, the, the cost of things are going up. As, a, as an example, I just got an increase from my pool company because once again, as they have to pay their people more, they've got to pass some of that on to their clients. So my pool expenses have gone up. My cleaning expense went up a little bit. So things will continue to go up and you've got to treat your financial model as a dynamic model, ever-changing. And as you incur these expenses, always have a very crystal clear look at what your financial model is telling you and then price accordingly. John, what causes me to scratch my head (laughs) is that even as all of our costs are going up and it puts more financial pressure on our models, I'm seeing owners reduce their rents. Makes no sense to me, makes me scratch my head, (laughs) but that's kind of the
1: environment we're in right now. I've seen that too. Uh, it's, it's the pressure. It's when people are uncertain and they're worried because, you know, maybe someone leveraged or they have a really high mortgage. You have to pay its reality. Um, but you don't want to compete in price wars. We say that again and again and again. You'll attract guests who want to party, guests who are up to no good. Um, you definitely want to make sure you stay true to, you know, the audience you set out to attract. If you wanted to attract families, um, don't just discount your rates super low where you're going to now attract party groups for the weekend. You don't want to do that. Just be patient with the process. It's okay to be empty for a couple of weeks. It's okay to be empty for a month because the, the good months make up for the bad. It's over the long term. And that's a good way to think about it because this is a long term business and it's okay to be empty sometimes because the busy times more to make up for it. Um, but you do want to just, like Tim said, relook at your model. Make sure that you have the right assumptions in your model, the right expectations in your projections, um, and that you're constantly reviewing because this business is review, 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 always review what you're doing, measure, track everything, and make sure that your expectations are right. Um, if you do those things, you'll be coming out of the, uh, the other end on top, um, and it's all about managing your own expectations and self-reflection as well. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of Vacation Rental and Airbnb Mastery with Vacation Home Health. If you need a new Airbnb cleaning service, Vacation Home Help connects highly talented cleaning professionals with high-performing hosts like yourself. Use coupon code PODCAST for $50 off your first service. Thanks for supporting us.
0: Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Visit vacationhomehelp.com and click podcast for more resources on today's topic and more episodes that will help you level up your hosting skills. Let's get social. Connect with us today by joining our growing community of motivated owners at facebook.com/groups/vacationhomehelp. As a member, you'll have access to sneak peeks and exclusive free resources. You can also connect with other owners with shared interests, learn from each other, the community, and from shared experiences. Again, thank you for supporting us. Until next time, take care.